Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to I Want to Be Real Podcast. Today's podcast is entitled, What Are You Carrying? What are you carrying? You know, we've entered into a new month. And I was just telling one of my friends, it seems as if this year has gone by so fast. And... um. And so when I look back over these past couple of months, I just kind of think of all of the changes that have transpired and have taken place in my life. Um, and a lot of what has transpired or what has happened um, has literally caused me to sit back and seek God about um, what he's placed on the inside of me. And... I literally was trying to, you know, get before God to see what I needed to share with us today. And I was putting my clothes, um, getting my clothes together, separating my, you know, my whites from my color so that I can go ahead on and start washing. And I kept thinking about me having to carry um, the clothes from one area you know to the to the to the washroom area and so although I separated them in one place I carried them to to the next and all of a sudden I just kind of kind of like thought to myself what are you carrying and if you look over your life and you'll think about the different things that you have been faced with, the the obstacles, the trials, the setbacks, the delays, the things that have kind of hindered you in a sense that you may feel has hindered you from moving from one destination to the next. But my question to you is, have you ever considered that the reason that you may have faced the trials, the the issues, the insecurities, all of these different things that has kind of caused caused you to be delayed. Had it ever occurred to you that those may be things that are sent by the enemy to one, keep you distracted and to keep you stagnant? Because if he can keep us distracted and stagnant, then we don't give birth to purpose. And so the more I thought about it, as I was putting the, the loading the clothes up in the um in the washing machine, I kept thinking about what do I carry? What 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 do I have on the inside of me that the enemy is aware of and I'm not fully I'm not fully aware of. Because whether you believe it or not, the enemy he knows a lot more than what we may give him credit for. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting here saying that, you know, um, you know, that he he has more power than God and all. That. I'm not saying that. But I do want you to understand that he do have power. But his power would never outrain the power of God. And the power that he has would never outrain the power that has been given unto us 
which is why God consistently reminds us that he has given us power. He's given us power over all it is. The problem can be when you lose sight of who you are in God that will cause you to lose value and not really comprehend who you are in him and what he has placed on the inside of you because you belong to him. I hope that 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 can somehow resonate in your spirit so that you can understand how the enemy has a way of trying to make you feel as if you don't know what you know or that you shouldn't be operating in who you are supposed to be. And it's just amazing to me how God would allow things to transpire and when the scripture says that all things work together for the good of them who love Christ the the thing about it is 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 that he knew that releasing us in the earth realm that things would transpire obstacles would come but he also sent his word as a reminder that everything that we need is on the inside of is on the inside of us but then because we are connected to him we have everything that we need The biggest thing that I see in the world today, and it's so clear, but so many of us, it can easily be missed because of the chaos in the world. But it's really not seeking God on what it is that we carry. Who are we in him? Like, I'm really, I'm, I'm really not babbling. I, I want you to understand my heart and what I'm, what I'm saying and where I'm coming from because this is a space and a, and an opportunity for God to really reveal truth to you, so that you can be able to comprehend why you may be in the place that you are currently in, and why the struggle may have been hard. You know, the scripture says in in second Corinthians um, uh, chapter four, verses eight through nine, it, it, it says it's it gives such a, a statement as to where we are. It says we are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. Like, like God reminds me of where I am in him and what he's doing through me. And he's consistently reminding, reminding us that everything that we need is in him. The trust factor comes when we don't know or have clarity on what we are supposed to produce. It's just like you have a a young lady who is pregnant and 
the evidence is there. She knows that she's pregnant. But then when you go to the doctor and you get the ultrasound, you 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 hear um, the heartbeat and you can see the image. But somehow or another, the doctor can easily say to you, but I cannot tell you if it's a girl or a boy because I can't see certain certain areas. And that's how it is with 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 us in 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 this earth realm. God has given us something to do here and he has impregnated us and caused us to be pregnant with purpose, pregnant with with possibility, pregnant with 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 destiny. And we we get before him and we're seeking him and asking him, you know, what is it that I'm carrying? And and sometimes it can seem as if he's so quiet that he he hasn't uttered anything and and it can cause you to be in distress. It can cause you to be frustrated. It can cause you to wonder, am I ever going to give birth to something? How am I going to give birth to something? And I, I can't even identify what it is. And, and then you'll find yourself going to people trying to get their opinion of what they think you're having or what they think that you're about to give birth to or what they may approve or see that your life to be. When, when in retrospect, you are the one who are pregnant with something. And, 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 and the one who impregnated you is the one you need to consult on what it is that you are about to produce. My question to you is what are you carrying? What are you carrying? I, I wonder, I go back to the, to the scripture. Um, I think of when, when I was dropping my, you know, my clothes off, I thought about Mary and I don't really think that she, I'm not going to say that she did not know that she was going to carry the Messiah. I, I, I want you to hear my heart. Okay. Hear, hear one of my thought because whenever the angel came to her and told her, that she would be the one that would carry the Messiah. I don't know if it registered to her or if it clicked to her the weight of who she would be carrying. Come on, I need you to, I need you to, I need you to go with me. She probably understood it and heard it, but to know the weight of it. To, to to know the weight of who she would be carrying. The scripture says in Luke, the first chapter, 26 to 38, I probably won't read it all, but I just want to give you some, some context, some clarity, understanding of where I'm going and what I'm talking about. You know, when I'm when I'm saying these different things, but it says in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent an angel, Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman, the Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed. This this is the part right here. This is what this is this is where I'm getting it, getting my 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 thoughts from. It says, confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. 
It's not that, it's not that she did not want to obey what the angel said. I don't think she measured or count the cost or knew the weight of what was asked of her. The scripture also says in 30 verse 30, don't be afraid, Mary. The angel told her for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor, David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, but how can this happen? I am a virgin. The angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the most high will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy and he will be called the son of God. What's more, your relative, what's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, but she has conceived a son and is now in her sixth month. For the word of God will never fail. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. I do not believe. That she she had a question about it. I don't think that she was concerned about it. I don't you know, I don't I don't think that 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 came across her mind. But I still don't believe that she she really understood the capacity or the weight of it. You're you're about to give birth. To a man who would change the life and the living of so many people. I'm not a mom. I'm not. But I can only imagine that she got attached to what she was carrying. So much so to the point that at every cause or every 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 um every angle i could only imagine she tried to protect him in ways that was impossible for her to do there were times when jesus even had to put her back in her place <laughs> like he had to explain to her listen and i came through you but uh, I there's there's a plan. There's honey. I came here to do something. I didn't I didn't come here just to be your son. But I came here to die for a people who may or may not choose me. But I was sent here for a purpose. He was sent here for a purpose. Like, think about it. (laughs) Just imagine your baby, your child was sent here to do something. But he came through you. You gave birth to him. And then you don't have a say so. 
in certain areas of his life. Now, don't get me wrong. When when your children grow up and they they become an adult, you know, um, you know, it's not as you you don't have that big of a responsibility to, you know, to monitor everything that they're doing and all these different things or whatever. You kind of let them grow up and become adults and all of these different things. But because I think at a particular point, it clicked with her of who she actually gave birth to. I really, I really hope you guys are getting, getting what I'm saying. Like, it clicked with her. You you know what I'm saying? Like, it clicked. It, it. It registered to her when he was a young boy. I don't want to spend too much time on that because I could. (laughs) I could spend a lot of time on that, but um, nevertheless, I'm 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 gonna keep it moving. Just think about all of the miracles that she saw Jesus do. Just think about all of the things that she saw in that period that he was not mentioned. In those moments where she was cultivating him. And I really believe that God is, is such a sovereign and loving God. But I really feel like he gave her an opportunity to be the mom. You know what I'm saying? Like to be um, to be caring and be loving and discipline him and all of these, you know, like 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 he's Jesus. So, you know, he, he's perfect. But I really feel like that he, he he had given her the opportunity to be to be a mother. Now, scripture doesn't support that, but. She saw him grow up. When you think about the um, the episode at the uh, at the wedding, and when she was talking to him and requested Jesus to um, perform a miracle. He was basically trying to let her know all of this is going to transpire and it's going to happen when it is supposed to. But it's going to happen on God's terms. What you are carrying, it has a purpose and it has a plan. 
And could it be that the reason that you haven't given birth to it is because right now you really can't be trusted after the delivery? And you may be saying, but I wonder how could God entrust me or trust me with a pregnancy and, and, and to give birth to something but then just allow me to carry it and not give birth to it. Because some of the things that that is required of us or that God is leading us to do it's going to require that we be mature and that we use wisdom. And one of the biggest things that we as a body of believer oftentimes forget to seek God for is wisdom. Because when I get what I've prayed for, it's going to take wisdom for me to keep it. And not only is it going to take me to have wisdom to keep it, but I've got to be mature enough to know what goes where and how to operate. When you see a lot of, you know, artists, new up and coming artists, um, that, that just, you know, become artists overnight or they blow up over a TikTok or, or YouTube or whatever, and they blow up. And if they're not mature enough or wise enough, then everything that they have been given or the blessings or the increase or the things that, that has caused them to become, uh, bigger, they can easily lose it or lose themselves because they didn't use wisdom and they weren't they they, they wasn't mature to handle the weight of what they were carrying I'm going to go to um, John, the second chapter. Um, John, the second chapter. And I promise I'm not going to be much longer. But it says, in the third day, there was a marriage in Canaan of Galilee. And the mother of Jesus was there and both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. And when they wanted. uh, And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus said unto him, they have no wine. Jesus said unto her, woman, he say, mama, (laughs) he say, sis, he say, woman of God. He said, woman, what have I to do with thee? Mine hour. He's not yet come. His mother said unto the servant, Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. And there were set there six water pots of stone, after the manner of the purifying of the Jews, containing two or three firkins apiece. Jesus said unto them, Fill the water pots with water, and they filled them up to the brim. And he said unto them, Draw out now, and bear unto the governor of the feast, and they bear it. When the ruler of the feast had tasted the water that was made 
that was made wine, and knew not whence it was. But the servants which drew the water knew. The governor of the feast called the bridegroom, and said unto him, Every man at the beginning at the beginning doeth, doth set forth good wine. And when men have well drunk, then that which is worse. But thou hast kept the good wine until now. This beginning of miracles did Jesus in Canaan of Galilee and manifested forth his glory and his disciples believed on him. After, after this, he went down to, to Capernaum, he and his mother and his brethren and his disciples, and they continued there not many days. And the Jews' Passover was at hand and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. I, I'm not going to read the rest of it, but I wanted to, to read that because... She understood, I, I, I believe she understood in moments like that of what she carried. But I think at some point in, in certain areas of her life, I don't know if it clicked to her until miracles started to come forth through him. My question, again, you may be trying to figure out what, what, what's your question I want, what you got, what you, what you want to ask me now. I just want to know what it is that you're carrying. And and I, hear me. It is okay not to know the fullness of what you carry. But I will tell you that it's very important and it's vital to your life and to my life that we consult God about what it is that we're carrying. Because whenever we give birth to anything, whenever we give birth to something, God has got to give us the wisdom on how to nurture what it is that we give birth to. When you when you find a a, a woman giving birth, she don't she don't take that baby straight to table food. The the baby must grow into certain things. Which is why the assignment that God has placed on your life will require growth and wisdom. Seek God. Ask him wholeheartedly, God, what is it that you've placed on the inside of me that I am carrying, that I am supposed to give birth to? Get me prepared for it. Get me ready for it. Let me be in the right state of mind. Let me make sure that I'm in alignment to your will, to your plan, and to your purpose. I'd rather be prepared for the birth than to deliver and not be prepared. I want God's best for you. And as much as it's time for you to give birth to what you are carrying, I need you to understand that there are people that are assigned to be midwives to you. To help you birth what it is that you are impregnated with. It's finding the right people. It's knowing who those people are. And that's another thing that's going to require wisdom and growth. Because whether we believe it or not, whether we like it or not, but whenever a woman gives birth in a hospital, everybody can go to the back. 
everybody can't go back to the delivery room. Somebody got to be outside waiting. But there are some midwives who are equipped to handle what you're carrying. They are equipped to help you breathe properly. They are equipped to help you pray consistently. They are equipped to help you know when to push and when not to push. They are equipped to know when to rub your back. They are equipped to know when to give their shoulders or make themselves available to you. They are equipped to know to tell you that it's too soon to go to the hospital. They are equipped to know, but you've got to make sure that the people that you are uh, are connected to have the ability to know how to teach you when to push. Everybody won't be back there when you deliver. And I'm not just talking in the delivery sense of, you know, giving birth, you know, that is this is just a woman's thing. No, I'm talking about there are some men who listen to the podcast Who has to give birth to something. You have to make sure. That you use wisdom. And know who is supposed to be in the delivery room with you. Know who's equipped to handle it. But it's going to require. That you seek God. It's going to require that you consult God. It's going to require that you get the full instructions on every step that you're supposed to take. But my question to you is, have you asked God, what is it that I'm carrying? What are you really carrying? 